Kia and welcome to the Unedited Session. Our editorial but unhinged. Yep. Much more whack. Out there. Out the gate. Yes. Slay. Enjoy. I've started. We've started the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. We haven't recorded in, in a little while because um, we recorded our issue three podcast a little bit early. Wait, Actually, what podcast is this? This is this is four. <laughs> but we recorded oh, of the unedited session. Uh, yes, That's right. Yes, we recorded. We recorded three before we recorded two. Welcome to the unedited session. Yes, welcome. Today we are talking about our home issue, issue four. Yep. Um, we wanted to talk about home and the sense of feeling a home, feeling a home, feeling <laughs> at home, making a home, um, because a lot of people move away from home to come to university and move out of home and then create new homes. Um, and that's a really cool, exciting feeling. We talk about that in our editorial. Yeah, I think something that we wanted to get across um, is, well, me sp- specifically, is like how you can find a home within things that aren't your physical space because um, in the housing crisis and within the city in general, Flats and houses and apartments are not always the best. Making a home in the housing crisis is pretty fucking hard. Yeah, so I think a lot of us lean on our friends and our houseplants and our other little fun trinkets to Maybe make like our spaces. Food. Yeah, food can be home as well. That's true. That's true. Recipes, favorite books. Yep. Favorite movies, TV shows you've watched again and again. For me, it's Shrek. I find home in Shrek. <laughs> Maya loves Shrek. Maya also looks like Prince Charming. I do. So, one fun outs to the guy on Tinder who said he looked like Prince Charming, and he wasn't brave enough to fight me in the car park and have a battle for who the best. Also, Prince Charming he didn't was. look as much like Prince Charming as you do. Thank you, friend. That means a lot to me. It's okay. It's true. So anyway, the renting house crisis and renting and everything is quite fucked, and it's so hard to make a home when you're a student renter and people don't believe that you have a right to a warm, healthy, dry house. Yeah. Yes. So today we are thinking that we're going to go through some fun old little stories of houses and homes and flats and halls that we've lived in. Because I cannot get enough of shitty landlords. I want to hear every single story you have of your shitty landlord. I want to hear it all. Yes. Do you mean me or do you mean... General. In general. general. Slammed my DMs. Tell me about your shitty landlord. I want to hear it. I fucking froth it. Just get angry. Are we going to put our Instagrams out to the people? Oh, gosh. (laughs) You can find us through the salient gram if you want to follow us. Yeah. You can find us. We're on there. You'll find us. It's not that hard to do. Oh, gosh. Um, far out. We both have had some flatting horror stories. I yeah. would love to talk about my icebox. Um, yes. If you don't mind me starting, I am just, I love talking about how shit this place was. First flat, we were just like in the middle of the hunt, like Vic Deals Post trade me and like everywhere you went, there was like lines of people. This was in 2021. And we got this flat. On Calvin Parade, 14 Calvin Parade, it was. Shout out if you live there now. I hope no one lives there. It should have been torn down. But it was such an nice box. It was just in the corner of a hill. Um, It was moldy. It was like got no sunlight. One room got sunlight. 
we had drafty old like Victorian fireplaces that were not like shut off properly we didn't we had we didn't have a living room we had like a little like back door scullery kitchen thing which we shoved a couch into and there was one heat pump in there because the healthy home standards came in and we had to have a heat pump didn't go anywhere near the rest of the house our landlord was like oh well I'll just buy you oil heaters because those are totally cost effective and you guys can totally afford to pay for that in this crisis oh your house is moldy just turn in the HRV system and the worst part about it was the bathroom this little awful bathroom and the roof was molding so bad it was falling down on us pretty much mm-hmm. um and they renovated the bathroom before we moved in because it was actually unlivable before we moved in so we didn't have a shower for like the first four weeks of living there because the bathroom was being fucking renovated mm-hmm. um and then it got renovated and we were like okay slate no the mold came through because they didn't properly solve the source of the mold yeah. they didn't have an external like it's always the way expelier thing going on so it just went straight into the roof and we're a flat of four girls. We have quite a few showers. Yeah. Um, and fucking poisoning. My friend got sick for so long. And this landlord was awful. She would not do a thing. She was so condescending. She was like, she tried to raise the rent by 13%. Um, because she was like, that's how much the rates are gonna be. So she tried to raise the rent when we left by $50 each. And we were like, fuck no, this place is already not worth $245. Oh my god. Um each. That's expensive. Um it's expensive as fuck for the shithole it was. And it had this little veranda that was falling to bits. You're probably sick of hearing it. I just love venting about it. But I did my maths, I did some calculations, and I was like, "This your rent increase is not in line with what the rates are. You can, If you want to cover your rates increase, you can increase it by $3 each, but it doesn't equal a $50 increase each. Oh, my God. And I fucking put her in her place, and she didn't increase the rent because of my mathematics skills. So BA students can fucking do math, and that is proof. Wow. That's my story. I have lived in many places. Um, my first landlord was a hall, you know, fun times. I lived in the cube, um, in 2019 in my first year of uni, this is a messy hall. I was not a Vic student starting Ooh. off. Yep. Controversial. Sorry. Sorry. I hate to break it to you guys. I'm not a forever Vic person, but yeah. That's a good thing actually. <laughs> actually, it, I loved I loved moving to Vic because I went to Wellington High. I think I've said this a thousand times, but I went to Wellington High and going to Massey just felt like being at high school. It was gross and I hated it. But the worst thing about the cube is my wall, like my view was like a wall of concrete. So that was really fun. Um, and it was really depressing and awful and the noise was really bad and it's just bad. It's just that bad. Sucks. All around bad. Um, just bad. Bad. I did not enjoy halls. I also had a view of a concrete wall um, from my floor, and I was on the lowest floor in my hall as well. Um, and I had one single window, and everyone else had double windows. So I feel for you there. I relate yeah, to that pain. It's gross. Halls are not. We actually. This is this is a piece that's in this issue. Mm. Um, Lauren talks about. The fact that halls are not always the fun and coolest time of your life. Because the thing is, halls, right, they are sold to you on a profit basis to be the best year of your life. We're sold this idea of halls being the best year of your life because that's how they market it to you. That is a marketing strategy to get you to pay halls tens of thousands of dollars to live there. Yeah. 
And actually, it's not always that. And if you have the best year of your life in halls, good so job. good. Done. Um, this article's not for you. This article is for if you're not having the best time. You are seeing it gets better, we promise. Yeah. Second year is where it's at, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, my next landlord was my boyfriend's dad. Um, he We lived on top of his office building and like a kind of an office building, um, but it was a flat. That was actually quite good. Like an office building converted into a flat. Yeah, kind of. Um, it was it was not bad. It was quite nice actually, except for the fact that I was all the way out in the hut and couldn't drive, so I was a bit stranded. Um, but mm. it was pretty decent. It was definitely office-y vibes in terms of the flat, but the, the rent was really cheap. That was cool. My next landlord down the line was this is a wild story guys so I wanted to move out from living with my boyfriend because I was 19 freshly 19 and we had moved in together straight after the cube and it's just like was not going well I don't recommend moving in with a partner unless you're like 30 and you're like you know you've been together a really long time I think this is the time to live with your friends Mm. and make friends through flatting and stuff like that like don't it's just like you're not you're not in your 30s you don't have to live with your partner just don't do it um I mean it does save money for some people I think that's the only thing that really gets me is that you save you get half price rent if you live with a partner you do but the thing with that is you have to share half of a room and would you, like cost of living crisis really pushes us into awkward positions. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. If you can avoid it, don't do it. Um, I'm still with my boyfriend, and we've been together for five years. So you can move out of living with someone and still stay with them. It actually made our relationship a lot stronger. Anyway, my my next landlord was. <laughs> I was looking for a place and I couldn't find a place. <laughs> and I was talking to my dad of all people, and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna check if." This person has a room. This this person that I'm talking about is an 80-year-old woman that my dad lived with when he was in his 20s. Um, and basically they were in a relationship. My She was in her 40s. My dad was in his 20s. Yeah, and he left her for my mom and then asked if my mom could move into the house. So it just there's a lot of weird... My family is really weird. We won't get into it. But basically I lived in... For a year I lived with this old lady who I love actually. She's she's lovely. She's like the most energetic person I've ever met in my life, which is wild. Um, I lived with her in the bedroom that my dad lived in in his 20s. And that was in um, just off Northland and it was really lovely. So good, so quick. What to a get. full circle moment. Yeah, it was good. It was cool. And then I moved into Outer Valley with some of my friends and I still live with him now, but we live in Mount Vic. Um, our landlord in Outer Valley was... Your standard white man landlord wanted to like increase the rent by a hundred dollars. Owned multiple properties, kind of guy. I think so. I don't actually know. Like he he had this like lovely edge to him, but the communication was always slow. You know, kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, our, my current landlord is my one of my flatmates' um, parents. Same situation with me. Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah. Benefiting off some intergenerational wealth that yeah. we don't have. Honestly, like saving money. I have a great room. There was some interesting stuff with some flooding, but I blame that more on the property manager than my flatmate's parents because they were overseas. Yeah, we're very lucky to have that kind of situation with our landlords where 
they're not going to take advantage of us because their literal child lives in the flat with us. That's yeah. A, I feel very privileged to be able to feel safe in my flatting situation. Yeah, and my flatmate, I've known her since I was like 13, so there's even more of like a really nice kind of like personal connection. Yeah, so we're very, me and Maya are very privileged in that in that sense. We don't live together, by the way. We no. just have the same situation somehow. <laughs> we live on opposite sides of Wellington. Yes, I live in Mount Vic. Yes, where I live. Um, I know where I'm you live. I'm not going to tell you where, but the viewers of this episode, the listeners, because they can't view us, guess where I live and I'll buy you a chocolate bar. You can probably tell by the by the lurtness of my voice. It's been a big week. It's been a big couple of weeks, actually, um, for us. But it's been great. It's been fun. It's been I cool. I mean, we've come out with four issues and the content in this fourth issue, this is like one of our most chock-a-block full yeah, issues for this sure. far. Yeah. And there's some good shit in there. Um, I just want to like shout out the centerfold first because that centerfold is done by Neve Vaughan, who is also our chief reporter, an amazingly multi-talented human being. Yes. Um, and it's like... A Sylvanian family's old woman lives in a shoe, like dreamscape, and it's like one of those things you could look at for hours. The intricacies, man. She like has gone into so much detail. I remember Neve showing me um, these drawings that she's that she'd done. I would say, oh, I want to say like a couple months ago, and I just didn't even know that she was drawing, like actively drawing. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? This is crazy. And um, fun fact: Bella and Neve actually lived together. Bella, our designer. So that's that's the link as to how Neva's our centerfold artist this week, which is great. Yeah, but what about this other? I, I think a lot of our content in this issue has a really strong focus on advocacy and on helping you, the reader, know what to do in flooding situations. Um, it's a really useful practical issue in mm. that way. Yeah, we've got some stuff with Renters United that um helps you you know, have a little bit of perspective on how to get yourself sorted for the things that you'll come across in your flatting situations or before you get into the flat that you're going to move into. And also another piece that helps us imagine renting futures and imagine like how maybe this situation could be different for us. How can we change the housing market, change the renting landscape? Like what are the possibilities? We've we've also really got we've also got um, Karen, one of our staff writers, talking about um, the fact that a lot of students are living at home or staying at home at the moment because of the cost of living crisis, or even going from flats to going back to living at home. Mm. Um, so and, he weighs it up. He like goes, should we live at home? Flatting? What are the pros and cons here? Yeah. What are the benefits to both? It's nice. It's cool. It's good. I yeah did not have the luxury of being able to move. Well, actually, no, that's not true. I lived with my dad for a little bit last year when my room was flooded. Another story, but that's whatever. Um, Horrific. But we won't get into that, but it's not a permanent thing that I could ever do. Um, But, yeah, I think if people have that option, they should definitely take it up because fuck paying rent at the moment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're I feel like we're just like oh today. Half of my paycheck got paid yesterday. Yeah. Half great. of it goes to the rent account yeah. on the first day, which is such a lovely feeling. Mm, we love it. <sighs> I wish I didn't have to pay rent. Yes. Another feature we have is Bridget asks, What the fuck do you do when you have a creepy flatmate? Mm-hmm. Um, what are your rights? How do you either get out or get them out? Um, which is very helpful. Have you ever had like a creepy, unwelcome flatmate in your space? Um, no, I haven't. 
I my flatmate. I've had complicated relationships with flatmates, um, but nah, I've I haven't had a creepy flatmate. I've lived. I think I've yeah, like I said, I've lived with an old woman, and I've lived with some pretty emotionally intense people, but and a partner. But no, I have not mm. lived with anyone that I felt weirded out by or grossed out by. I haven't, but I've had friends' flats that have most definitely had that situation. Yeah. And I've gone and watched it from afar and like friends who had to put sticky notes for things like put the toilet seat down and yeah. wash your toothpaste on the sink. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, so I've seen some shitty flatting situations, I think, but thankfully haven't been in a creepy flatmate situation myself. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've like been in my boyfriend's flat and seen, I think the worst I've seen is like the just disgustingness of the like mess that's left by like cis men flatmates um like pubes and mold and grime and such yeah Mm. that's probably as bad as it gets for me in a space that I've spent a lot of time in I would say Mm, yeah I've never lived with cis men Go you. That's a conscious choice of made. Go you. I've lived with I'm, one. I'm here for the and girls my parents, and the gays obviously. and that's it. That's that's the way to go, I, I feel. I often talk about sometimes the only cis men I know are those who are boyfriends of my friends and they are lovely, um, but I think I over-exaggerate that for myself. I you do, do know, know some of our staff members, to yes. be fair. We have We two. have cis men on staff. We Woo have for diversity. Oh, we have. No, we have two. We have two because we have two. Yeah. Swag. Cis men. <laughs> so good. winning boss. the house. It would be really interesting to know, like, statistics about gender um, divisions in landlords. And that. I feel like they're mostly Who's white the cis men, white straight cis men. Mm, that's what you'd imagine. My awful landlord was not, but I'm not going to get into that because I'm a bit afraid of her. Right. Okay. Well, we know that she's a her, so that's something <laughs> cool. I've had, yeah, my landlords have been um, the cube, like I said, a man. Um, a older woman, and then a man, and oh, actually, to be fair, it was ma- It was like a couple, but it was mostly the guy, and then now a couple. Yeah, swag. <laughs> My zoned out. She doesn't want to listen to me anymore. She's bored. She's bored with me. Oh no! I'm just thinking about how cool how cool this issue is. It is a cool issue, and hey, we've guess got some what? hefty shit in the we're news at section. We're at nineteen. We're at nineteen minutes, so I think we should cut it off. Ah, go read about pink chicken in the news section. <laughs> An opinion on why <laughs> landlords should provide references to, and also about these really weird advertisements that have been popping up around oh, campus yeah. that have been falsely advertising. Like, there's a fucking meaty investigation in there that has been concerning. Yeah, um, our news kiddos are fucking on it. So go read the news section. Do I that. also wrote an opinion piece. Yes. And I wrote a feature. Yeah. You should go read them. 